everyone, welcome to the Patron Extra Show for July 2018. Cannot believe that it is already almost the end of July. It's just absolutely nuts how fast this year has gone. So, for today's show, I got a question from patron Matt McGrain. And Matt says, I recently came across an old Pike's Washita stone from before they were bought by Norton. It's heavily dished from years of use, and I'd like to know what you recommend as far as flattening, cleaning, and using it is concerned. The stone is glued into its box, which would make it challenge to clean. I've only used diamond plates in my sharpening, so I'm not used to dealing with dish sharpening media. Would you recommend flattening it all? Would you recommend removing it from its box to get more life out of it? Would you remove it and boil it to clean out years of gunk? Would you leave it as is and only use it for curved irons? Appreciate any advice you can give. So oil stones. I love old oil stones. I think they're, I don't know, they're just something about them. They're they're nice to use when it's a good oil stone and, uh, well, nice on old steel. Um, it's not, they're not so fun on, on the newer steels, but um, I, I don't use them a lot these days myself because, uh, you know, I did change a lot of my tools around and I, I do have some tools now with newer steels, the my mortise chisels are the uh, Ray Isles, and they've always been the Ray Isles um, with the D2 steel. And, um, you know, they sharpen up pretty well on oil stones. But some of the other newer steels, the A2 especially, um, I just don't like how the A2 sharpens on oil stones. So um, I, I did, I mean, I do still have a bunch of cast, old cast steel, and the old cast steel just sharpens awesome on oil stones, and I, and I love it. Um, but because I have a mix of steels these days and I didn't want to have a bunch of different, um, sharpening setups, um, I did switch back to using water stones again because the water stones just handle the newer steels better than the old oil stones. But I do still love the old oil stones and I, and my slip stones that I use for sharpening things like, you know, my carving tools and in-candle gouges and, you know, where I'm using one steel and old cast steel. Um, those slip stones are still Arkansas stones because they, they handle, um, they hold their shape better. You know, water stone, slip stones tend to lose their shape and they're kind of a pain to maintain. Um, there is some, some myth out there surrounding oil stones though. Um, you know, the first being that they never need flattening. Um, obviously, you know, what you're finding you know, with your old Washita stone, that they, they will dish. Um, and the softer ones, especially the Washita stones, the soft Arkansas, um, the man-made stones like the, the India um, and the, the Crystalon, which I think is silicon carbide, and the India stones, which is Norton's brand name for an aluminum oxide stone. Um, the, the aluminum oxide stones don't seem to dish as much, though they still do. Um, I, I did have one that dished, so, you know, they, they certainly will dish. They seem to dish less, though, than the silicon carbide stones or the crystalline stones. Um, and, and crystalline is just, that's Norton's brand name for the silicon carbide stone. And India, I think, is their brand for the aluminum oxide stone. And they are man-made stones. And those are the two important differences between, you know, with the... Um, the oil stones, and it happens with water stones as well, um, but we don't 
we don't hear about it so much unless you're really into Japanese tools and, and a lot of Japanese tools tool aficionados will use natural Japanese water stones. Um, but in the water stone, water stone world, um, unless you are really into Japanese tools and expensive stones, um, all of the for the most part, most of the stones that we see are man-made stones. In the oil stone world, it's not such a clear distinction. Um, the, there are man-made oil stones, such as the Crystalon and India water, uh, oil stones that I just mentioned made by Norton. Um, and they're man-made stones. They're essentially silicon carbide grit or um, aluminum oxide grit that is you know, mixed with a binder and pressed into a mold under high pressure to create a stone. Um, then there are natural oil stones, and these are usually referred to as Arkansas stones. You may hear them referred to as uh, the softer ones as Washita stones. Um, they are a Washita stone is a, is a natural stone. It's a natural soft Arkansas stone, soft oil stone, um, and oil stones can actually be used with water or oil. It, you know, you can use either or. The problem with using oil, however, uh, sorry, water, however, with what are traditionally oil stones, um, is that the oil stones, whether man-made or natural, the grit particles just don't wear away as quickly as they do in a water stone. So what ends up happening is the, the water isn't sufficient enough to clear away the swarf and the slurry from the surface, and it ends up clogging the stone because the water just isn't viscous enough. Um, but if you're very meticulous about your water application when using these quote-unquote oil stones, um, you can successfully use water on those stones as well. In fact, if you if you completely submerge a soft uh, Arkansas stone or a Washita stone that has never had oil in it, and uh, you you know you sharpen with that stone completely submerged. You you can actually you know flush away enough of the the steel particles and stuff that the stone may not clog. Um, you know I've never tried it myself. I've I've heard it can be done, and I know you can use water on these stones, but uh, most people don't just because again, as I mentioned, water's not viscous enough. The other challenge with oil stones is that. Frequently, you will need to use different lubricants on different stones. And the reason for this, again, comes down to the porosity of the stone and the viscosity of the lubricant or the, you know, the, the lubricating medium. On a very open-poured, aggressive stone like a soft Arkansas or especially a Washita stone, um, you really want to use something that, uh, that's more viscous. A cutting fluid that's more viscous. Um, I used to use straight mineral oil um, or sometimes baby oil. Baby oil is a little bit thinner than regular mineral oil. Um, but a, a, a thick, heavy oil on a soft Arkansas stone or a washer stone, and it's not for lubrication purposes. It's so that the oil gets into the pores of the stones and doesn't let the steel particles settle down into the pores and clog them up. If you use something that is less viscous on a very open poured stone, the steel particles will flow right into those pores and clog up that stone and, and slow the cutting dramatically. 
Now, on the contrary, on a a much tightly, much more tightly packed stone where the the particles are are much denser, a translucent or a, a surgical black Arkansas stone, for example, you want to use a thinner viscosity uh, fluid because the what happens if you try to use something that's too viscous is that that fluid does end up acting as a lubricant because it sits on the surface of the stone and it doesn't fill the pores of the stone. And instead, what ends up happening is your tool just slides over the surface of the stone and it doesn't actually cut, um, which is why a lot of people would say, oh, you know, Arkansas stones are so slow. Um, if you're using too viscous of a cutting fluid, then yes, the especially the finer Arkansas stones are going to feel very slow because the tool is skating around on the surface of the stone and not the stone isn't actually cutting. So you need to use a less viscous cutting fluid on those finer stones. On my surgical black, I used to use WD-40 because it was much thinner. You still had the solvent and the, the lubrication and it was enough to fill the pores, um, but you know, it would was thin enough to allow the 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 stone to cut. Uh, I know old timers who used to keep their stones in kerosene, used to store them in kerosene, and that's what they used as a cutting fluid, um, and that'll work too. I still think on a, a soft Arkansas and a Washita, you want something a little bit more viscous than kerosene, um, you know, for the reasons I mentioned before. Um, but okay, enough of that. So getting on to uh, Matt's problem. He's got a stone that's all clogged up and it's dished. I have been able to successfully clean stones by boiling them, by soaking them, by you know scrubbing them down with um, detergents. Um, one thing you could do is just try and um, soak the stone in a container of solvent. Get some mineral spirits um, and, and fill up a coffee can or whatever and put the stone in there and just let it soak for a week or so and see if a lot of that debris gets loosened up. You can use a, an old toothbrush to try and help loosen it up um, You know, if you don't want to go the whole boiling route. And that in itself may be enough. You, you could boil it with a little dish detergent and try that. There are lots of different things that you could try to do to, um, to get all that gunk out of there. If it's a lot of steel particles, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, and, but the next thing that I'm going to mention is going to, is going to take care of that. So, um, you can certainly take that stone out of its box if it's glued in. Um, I've never seen a, an oil stone that was glued into the box. Usually they were not. What you may actually have is a box that just shrunk around the stone. Um, and it's just in there really tight. Um, cause I, I've never seen a, a stone that was actually glued into the box. Um, not saying that it's not, you know, but I would check to see if, you know, with a little persuasion, if you can get that stone to budge at all. Um, because usually the, um, the stone was fit loosely into the box so that it could be taken out of the box um, rather than being actually glued into the box. So, but if it's glued, you know, you can certainly try, you know, a little bit of heat or something to try to break that glue bond and get it out of there um, to clean it. Um, and more importantly, to flatten it. Now, there are those who will say that um, you don't need a flat stone, you know, or, or Arkansas or oil stones don't need to be flat. Or, um, you know, and it's very likely that our ancestors probably worked with dished stones. 
looking at a lot of the old tools that I find, a lot of them have you know somewhat curved or dubbed over backs. And my guess is that's because they were using stones that weren't dead flat. Um, I don't think flattening stones was a common thing before man-made water stones. I just don't think it was it was done um, because you didn't really have the the ability or the technology to do it easily and efficiently. These days, with diamond abrasives, you can do a decent job fairly quickly. It's still going to take some effort and some work, but you can flatten oil stones fairly decently and fairly quickly using diamond plates. Um, and that's what I used to use. I had an extra coarse DMT dia sharp, I think they call it. It's the continuous diamond. Um, I, I had an extra sharp and that's what I used to keep my oil stones flat. It was recommended by uh, Larry Williams of Old Street Tool, which was formerly Clark and Williams uh, Plane Makers. Um, and that's what, you know, they, they exclusively use, or at least they did, use oil stones. And uh, he used diamond plates to keep his oil stones flat. And he would rub his oil stones down with a diamond plate every time he sharpened, just like you might do with a water stone today. Um, and he kept them flat that way. And they also will tend to cut more aggressively that way. Because the diamond, again, wears away the surface of the stone and it wears away, it, it cleans away a lot of the glazing. So if you can't get all of that gunk and um, and glazing out of the stone by cleaning it, soaking it in mineral spirits or, or boiling it with some, some dish detergent and scrubbing it down, if there's still some glazing left... Um, with an extra coarse diamond stone, you can lap that stone just like you would a water stone and flatten it out. And what that will do is it will flatten the stone for one, and it will also um, cut away the glazed surface of that stone and expose nice fresh stone particles. So that stone will cut much more aggressively um, and, and will not be glazed. Um, so that's what I would likely do, Matt, with, uh, if that were my stone, especially a Washington stone. Washington stones are really nice when they're, um, when they're working right. They cut really fast. They raise a burr real quickly and allow you to, you know, to go straight to, uh, you know, like a surgical black or a translucent Arkansas, um, and, uh, and really, you know, refine that edge very quickly. So, um, I think I would probably, I would start by soaking it probably in mineral spirits, um, try to use an old toothbrush or something to, to help loosen up the grime. And if that didn't work or if it didn't work to my satisfaction, then I would move on to the boiling and, and use, you know, go to a flea market or a yard sale and find a real old grubby pan. Uh, your wife is not going to appreciate you boiling a stone in one of her nice uh, saucepans um, because it does make a, an awful oily, greasy mess. So uh, I would suggest, you know, using something else other than one of your good, your wife's good pans. But uh, yeah, put a little bit of dish detergent in there with it. Um, even if you have a, an automatic dishwasher, the automatic dishwashing liquid is like that stuff is will clean just about anything. Um, so that works really, really well if you put some of that in the water and it won't suds up like um, dish detergent, you know, for, um, for hand washing will, um, the automatic stuff is, 
it it's I don't know. I don't know what they do with it, but it doesn't suds up like I said like the um like the hand washing dish detergent does. So if you've got an automatic dishwasher and some liquid uh automatic dishwashing liquid, put a little bit of that in the water, uh boil it, use that toothbrush again and scrub that stone down and get it as clean as you can. Once you have it as clean as you can, soak that stone in some oil, whether it's, you know, a a a can of WD-40 or, um, you know, go to the drugstore and get a bottle of baby oil or whatever and put it in a container, um, you know, get one of those, you can get one of those disposable like food storage containers, put the stone in there, cover it completely with the baby oil or WD-40 or whatever, and let it soak for several days to try and get some of that oil back into the pores of the stone. And once you've done that, then take the stone out and go ahead and clean it and lap it with your extra coarse diamond plate. Um, and that should, once that stone is flat and cleaned, uh, it should bring it right back to being just as good as it was when it was new. And and I think you're really going to like the wash of the stone. Wash of the stones are, are really nice. So, um, you know, give it a try and, uh, and see what happens and, and enjoy your new stone. So uh, that's it for this month, guys. And uh, thanks again for all of your support and patronage and uh, for you know being fans of the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk again next month.